Welcome back, everybody, to episode 59 of the Dylan Krasinski Show. We're here alone at night, getting it done, getting it in. Thank you. Uh, sorry, I apologize. No episode last week, but we're back. We're back and hotter than ever. It's late. It is late. Again, it's 12.15, uh, Monday, Monday, technically, but it is Sunday night. And this will be out for all of you guys who are driving to work tomorrow morning on your commutes who, uh, you know, keep listening. So I appreciate it. Um, yeah, last week I... Uh, I just, I, I've been, I was home, I'll tell you, I, I was home on Long Island for uh, my niece's christening, so I was there all weekend, and um, yeah, like the last two weeks I've been working on this uh, this other project um, that, that I've been trying to put together, and it involves a lot of kind of editing stuff that I don't really know how to do, and I've been teaching myself, and um, a lot of green screen stuff, so uh, that was taking up a lot of my time, <clears throat> but I finished that, and uh, I, I'm not sure what I'm going to do with it yet. I, I'm going to try to do some stuff with it, and if nothing, then I'm just going to put it out on my own YouTube, and you guys will be the first to see it. I like it a lot. I think it's pretty good, and I think you guys will also like it too, um, but yeah, that took up a lot of my time. It took probably for a four-minute video, probably like from writing it to finished product, writing it, filming it, editing down, and then doing all the little editing things, probably like 20 to 24 hours over the last like week and a half, two weeks. So that's one thing that uh, kind of took up my time. And also I forgot to, not forgot, but with that, I didn't record an episode before I left to go to Long Island. And then when I got back Monday, I just kind of was doing all this stuff. And yeah, I just ran out of time. So uh, apologize for that. But I'm back with an episode this week. And uh, yeah, we'll talk a little bit. We'll get it, uh, tell you what's going on with me. And um, yeah, let's get into it. Um yeah, like I said, I was out on Long Island for uh, my niece's christening, my uh, second niece, the youngest of my um, my brother's kids, and it was so fun, dude. Uh, and it's so funny. I we we went uh, had the christening. It was all very nice, and then um, I got really drunk. Um, and that's it's so funny to be like, yeah, I went to a christening. I got wasted, uh, but it was it was a blast. And that's you know what? Listen. You might not think that that's something that you would hear, but hey, I'm sorry that my family likes to party. We like to have a good time, and you know, it was great. It was great. We had the, we did the church thing, and then we had like a lunch thing after, and uh, yeah, just beer and wine and a little open bar, and I was drinking whiskeys all day. It was great. I mean, it was. I was inviting people to the after party that didn't even exist at the time. I'm at the, like the restaurant. I'm like, hey, you guys coming to the after party? Um, and I'm pretty sure I created it because we did have an after party at my brother and sister-in-law's house, and it was great. It was a great time. Played beard eye in the backyard, which is not something you would expect at a christening after party is a beer dye, you know, when uh, the smell of the sacred oil is still in the air and you're throwing <laughs> dice uh, also in the air. Um, <laughs> it, they, they don't go together, but, you know... You, Beard Eye's the best game, and summer's around the corner, so you got to get those skills back and ready to rock. Um, but, yeah, it was great just seeing everybody, seeing the family and everything and hanging out. And, uh, yeah, it was really fun. Um, one thing that I did get pretty drunk, I was drinking whiskey all day, which isn't, you know, not bad, but um, 
then we get home and I got invited. Fine, I, I got invited. It's a big deal. And it's not going to sound like a big deal. And, um, you know, I'm 33 years old, but this is exciting to me. Okay. So I get invited. One of my brother's good friends, um, who has now become my, my friend, my, a good friend of mine, right? He went to Siena College, which is where I went. And he went after I went. And uh, it, actually, if you guys listen to the other pod, Seattle Town Hall, it's my buddy who was on a f- the first like five or six episodes with me. And uh, which before I get into the story, you know, go and subscribe. Um, Seattle Town Hall out every Wednesday. Dylan Krasinski show out every Monday. We actually have a good uh, episode out now um, with this kid, Nathan Orton. It's pretty funny. He's a um, he's a comedian in New York and his brother is a famous professional wrestler. So uh, he talked about that a bit and uh, some other stuff. And then this week coming out on Wednesday, like two days from now, it's just me and my buddy Mike. It's a duo pod because our guest overslept the pod, which you would think we do it at 7 or 8 in the morning based on that. But no, it's a noon pod. We do it at 12 in the afternoon, and he overslept. So uh, we actually got him on next week. So it'll be uh, me and Mike on Wednesday, and then the following week will be this kid, Derek Drescher, who was uh, a great guest. It was super interesting, funny, but also fascinating. He's a comedian in New York um, that I've gotten to know since moving here, and he's also an ex-con. So he spent, I think, total, he said, like six years in in prison in different times, like a year, a year, and then two years or something like that. I forget exactly what the the stretches were, but it was like a total of like five or six years. And he has a ton of crazy stories, crazy stories. So uh, really fascinating. Some of them really funny. Some of them are just like so interesting. Definitely worth the listen when it comes out uh, next week. That'll be out like a week and a half from, if you're listening today, Monday, the day it comes out, like a week and a half from now, Go check it out. Seattle Town Hall, you do not want to miss this episode. So go check that out, as always, every Wednesday and this every Monday. Okay. So back into it. So I, um, we're playing this game. So my buddy, uh, my buddy uh, Christian, who went to Siena, uh, after me, I went to Siena College, uh, met some of my best friends there, I still some of my closest friends, and there's something about this small school atmosphere where you uh, drink a lot and um, you get close with people that you make your friends for life, right? So my buddy, um, with his friends, after I graduated, I graduated like three or four years ahead of him, and then he was there, and him and his friends created this game that they've been playing for life. And then my cousin, who is younger than him, and his girlfriend, they were at Siena at the same time, they now have been playing the game with him and his friends for a, a, like the last year or two. I don't know exactly when they got in, but they've been playing this game. And now he's always said this game is, you know, there are no, you know, anybody can be in, but once you're in, you're in for life. Similar to uh, gangs, you know, once you're in, you're in for life. And then um, until you're not in anymore. Uh, so um, once you just, once you fail the game, you're out and you, you can never get back in. So, um, I've never been like, I, he always said like, Oh, anybody, but I was officially invited into the game and made part of the game, uh, this past weekend. And it was, uh, it was, a. am 33 years old. And I was like, this is a big deal to me <laughs> and it's so dumb, but 
you treat it with respect and you treat it, you know, the way it's meant to be treated. And, you know, you got a fun game that connects people for life. All right. So this is the game. There's a song. I'm not going to say the song. I'm not going to say what it is. It is a, a song that is very a rarely played song. And uh, when the song plays, at any point, at any point, you have to open a, a beer or a White Claw or like a seltzer. Some type of canned alcoholic beverage has to be freshly cracked. It can't be open before the song starts playing. Once the song starts playing, you crack a new drink and you have to drink it before the song is over. Like, that's it. It's a very simple game. It's a very dumb game, but it's a very serious game for the people who are in it. So I got invited into the game. Finally, I'm very excited to be a part of it. That night after drinking whiskeys all day, uh, in almost celebration of a new member being added to the game, we played the song like five times, which means I slammed like five White Claws in like an hour at some point. And, um, yeah, that's the way that they, you get people out of the game. If you don't want someone in the game that's in it, you just say, okay. And then you just play the song over and over and over until they can't do it. And it's like a, a four-minute song. So it's not hard, but it adds up, you know? So, um, and it's, it's hilarious now because my, uh, my buddy was telling me, like, the, the way that they take the game so seriously, like, he always has an unopened beer, an unopened can, of something with him at all times, just in case. He's got stories about when they played it in college, it was much wilder where they would, you know, play it before someone was going to take a final exam. They'd throw the song on and everybody's got a drink. And then one person has to leave and go take a final. Um, he said, he was like, I don't take calls from certain people when I'm at work, just in case they're just, they, they call, you answer, and the, the song is playing. He goes, I won't answer the phone for certain friends um, if I can't play the game at that moment. Uh, so, it, but it's very exciting. I'm super excited to be in it. I'm, you know, it's it sounds dumb, but yeah, I think that's how I got so drunk on last Saturday because I was drinking all day, drinking whiskey, and then at like eight, nine o'clock at night, we start, after beer die, we start playing the game. And yeah, I drank about, yeah, I think five maybe times we, we played through the song. Um, that's my dream. If I can ever, if I can ever, if I make it as a, as a famous comedian is one day bringing this game to the masses. <clears throat> if I can, if I can bring it, uh, that is my dream. If I can make it and, and develop a following on social media, have fans come out to the shows very, uh, in a very Burt Kreischer-esque move, I will bring the game to the masses and you will all be invited into the game. But until this time, I'm not releasing the, the name of the song because essentially I'll be fucking myself over, I think. But I'm very happy. I'm very excited. Uh, and it's embarrassing to say that I'm psyched up about this. I get that. I get that. You know, people my age are, you know, most of my friends have had either their first or second kid by now. And I'm like, hey, do you guys want to play this drinking game? And they're like, guys, um, I don't, Dylan, no, thank you, but no. Um, but I think I'm going to try to get them all into the game uh, when we all, we get together every every year at least once for a, for a big, like, weekend, um, you know, uh, 
we go like Siena weekend with all of us getting together. We play golf or do whatever. This year, they're all coming to New York. We're going to go to a Mets game. Mets, best team in baseball. Thank you very much. And uh, I'm, I think I'm going to try to get them into the game. I think probably only like two of them will want to play. Um, and then it'll probably take on a life of its own. And then I think probably like three of them will be like, no, they'll play like once and then they'll just like be out of the game forever. Uh, that's how I envision that going. Um, but yeah, dude, it was, it was super fun. It was a great time, you know, and, uh, I definitely got way too drunk, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, really, really fun stuff. And, um, that is, you know, how you end up, um, blacking out at a christening, I guess. So, um, but yeah, uh, I also have been doing those live shows and they're going really good at Old Man Hustle in the Lower East Side. We're doing Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. If you live in New York, if you live in the area, come out and see a show, come out and see me live seven o'clock and nine o'clock every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It's a small, intimate bar. Um, but the shows can be really fun. I mean, I've been saying like some of the shows are great, uh, and then some of the shows are not great. You know, there have been shows where I've gone. One of the things about the venue is it's very small. It's got 20 seats and then enough room for like five people to kind of stand in the back. So it's like sold out max capacity is like 26 people. Um, but it's got a lot of foot traffic in the area. So what we'll do is open the door and you can open the windows on hot days as the summer's kind of getting close and people will line up outside of the venue and just watch comedy and they'll just listen to what's going on inside, which is pretty cool. But, uh, one of the negatives of that is that sometimes people will come in if they haven't bought tickets, they'll come in once they hear the mic going, once they hear someone on the microphone. So I've started shows for like one person before, which sucks. Uh, but then by the end of my set, there's like four five, six more people that have just walked in. Cause they're like, Oh, this seems fun. This seems interesting. Let's go check it out on our way to, you know, dinner or another bar. Like, let's see, sit down and watch this for an hour. Um, so some of the shows start that way and, uh, I have to fucking take the bullet on that. And I just like host for one person and then hopefully people will walk in. That being said, uh, they, I had my worst heckler experience, I think in recent memory, uh, this week at that show. And, um, it's, it's a bar first, right? It's a bar. So people come in to drink and I always say, I'm like, Hey, are you, are you hanging for the show? Are you coming to, uh, just have a drink? And people are usually like, Oh, there's a show. I'll, I'll hang out and watch. Okay. That's cool. Some people will be like, oh, no, I just want to drink and, uh, you know, I'm going to get out of here. And I'm like, great, that's fine. The show starts at, you know, seven, the show starts at nine, whatever. Just, you know, wrap up before we start. So um, we had these three women on Friday night. It was a shitty night. It was raining, pouring rain. So there was nobody out. Uh, the seven o'clock ended up getting canceled. And then the nine, we barely got off. There was like, Five people in there. I got them in, and uh, we're going to start the show. And uh, in addition to those five, there were these three women who were sitting up right in the front. It's a very small venue, so they're right up front at the bar. And uh, I talked to them before, and they said, like, oh, no, we're not going to stay. We're just going to have a drink, and then, we, you know, we're catching up, so we want to go to another bar. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Have a drink, and then, you know, we start at 9. So at, like, nine ten, they were still there, and I'm, like, about to start the show. And... Um, they hadn't left. So I was like, oh, maybe they changed their mind, decided to uh, hang out. Stupid on my part, right? Dumb move. I should have checked in and been like, hey, we're going to start the show. If you're not staying, if you guys could wrap up. 
like an idiot, I didn't do that. So I get on stage. I just assumed, right? I assumed, and I get on stage, and I was like, hey, uh, everybody, starting the show. 30 seconds, dude, I'm on stage. I literally am like, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming out. We got a great lineup of comedians for you tonight. Blah, 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 doing all that. I didn't even start doing jokes yet. I'm just getting the crowd comfortable, getting them excited, getting the energy up. And the, the three women up front, they're they're wrapping up, they're packing. You know, I can tell, I can see them closing the tab, and they're talking. And it's so small there that you can hear everything, right? So I say, I'm like, oh, oh, you guys are, you know, leaving because it, it's they're not. So I say something to them. I'm like, oh, you got you guys are gonna leave or, or are you staying? What, what's going on? And uh, just to kind of politely be like, hey, get the fuck out if you're not staying. Like, hurry up. Stop fucking chit-chatting and leave. Or, like, settle in and stay. We're happy to have you. And they were like, no, no, we're leaving. We're getting out of here. So I was like, okay, cool. And I go to, literally, I go to start doing my jokes. And the one woman goes, well, yeah, we might stay, but you haven't said anything funny yet. And I was like, dude, let me tell you. There's not much that you can say to get under my skin, especially, and I'm pretty relaxed. A lot of people, a lot of comedians have this very short fuse that they have no patience for a, uh, uh, an audience member talking during a set. I don't care. I, I think I, I do a lot of crowd work, so I get a lot of, you know, I get a lot of, like, laughs off of crowd work. So if someone's talking, but... Dude, from the very beginning when I haven't even said anything funny, I was like, yeah, no shit. I haven't, I've been on stage for 30 seconds, okay? I haven't even said anything. I forget what I said. I said something and it got a laugh and I was like, boom, first laugh. There it is. There it is, ya bitch. Um, and the crowd laughed and she was like, mm -hmm. and then she, and then, dude, I like was like, okay, good. They're going to wrap up and move on. And then she goes, she said something like, she was like, you know, Comedy's just not for everybody. Let me tell you, dude, I saw red in that moment. I saw, I was just like immediately just filled with rage, furious at this stranger. And I was just like, that's great, man. I hope you die when you leave here. <laughs> I hope. And I was just like a psycho. And uh, you know what? Not a great way to start a show. Not a real good way to start the energy. And she was like, I'm just flirting with you. And I was like, not interested. All right. Not interested in your flirtation, please. But that is the thing. It made me so angry. And thankfully, I was able to like get them back on board. And um, once these people left, but like. I don't understand the person who comes in. Like, listen, a heckler is like someone who thinks they're helping, someone who thinks they're doing something. But to go somewhere and just be like, bitch, you're not funny. And I'm like, mm, I haven't said anything yet. It took me to a new level of rage that, um, you know, just stopped going to therapy. So uh, probably should, uh, you know. Probably would have brought that up tomorrow, but, uh, you know, not doing that anymore. So, um, thankfully they left. The rest of the show ended up being good, but what a pain in the dick, dude, to have to like, as the first person on stage, you're supposed to set this like fun, exciting energy. And meanwhile, I'm just like fucking yelling at this girl, like a psychopath. And, uh, thankfully they, yeah, they left it turned around, but I hate that dude. I usually like. Not many things. I was more upset, actually, honestly, at the end. Uh, after I got off stage, I was thinking about it. I was like, I'm just more upset that she, like, got to me. Like, got to me like that. 
which because usually nothing like rattles me or upsets me in that way. Like you'll, I'll always have a way to combat it. But it was in a way of like they don't know. I haven't told. I just got on stage. It's literally like walking in, walking up, and someone being like, "You suck," and that would be better because I would be like, "Well." Uh, okay, I haven't done anything yet, but thank you for, you know, is my family here? Great. Uh, boom, laugh, ha, ha, whatever. Um, some, like, hack fucking thing gets a laugh, but for her to be like, you, just, you haven't said anything funny yet. It's like, oh, fuck you. And then her, like, it was so patronizing, dude, being like, comedy's not for everybody. And I was like, oh, I hate you so much. The only thing worse is if someone's like, I'm funny, can I try it? And you're like, ugh, gross. Um... We ended up uh, I a- after the show last night on Saturday night. I ended up going to meet with a meet up with a buddy, uh, another comedian who was on a show around the corner. And when I met went to meet up with him, it's a super hot show. And uh, he was on the early show there. And I get there, and he goes, "Hey, these girls that were at the early show followed me on Instagram, and they've been messaging me, telling me to come and meet them at the bar." So we ended up going to the bar, me and my buddy Colin. And we met these, uh, like, 23-year-old, like, women. They all were, one of them lives here, and they were all visiting from Boston. And I literally walked in, and I was like, they were like, yeah, we live in Boston. And I was like, mm, Southie. And they were like, how did you know? And I'm like, because y'all look the same. And um, they, it was just like, if you're, if you Boston, if you know Boston, just uh, prototypical blonde Southie girls. And they were just like, getting wasted and just like drinking white claws and fuck it was great it was a fun time but at one point they were all like "Mm," talking to colin they didn't see me but they were like you're so funny you're a comedian too and they were like oh my god this one girl was like one time i did comedy and uh we were like really where and she was like well i got blackout for my friends and i i did a set and they thought it was hilarious and i was like wow you should do it more often um but other than that it was ended up it was a great night it was super fun time and i said you know because my buddy colin was like hey do you like want to do and he was like didn't want to go do that he didn't want to go and meet these people and i was like listen dude it's at worst case it's just not fun and boring and we leave best case scenario we get a nice story out of it i'm always a big yes guy right i'm always a yes guy in terms of like do you want to do this thing and i'm like sure why not um because i always think you know you got to keep yourselves open to these opportunities and you never know what could happen from the night uh so it ended up being fun there was one thing that made me furious at the bar um sorry my hair keeps fucking falling out of my uh, headset, and it's, like, getting on my face and shit. Very annoying. Um, there it was one thing I was waiting. It was, it was this bar that, like, I'm 33, Colin is 31 maybe, and we were the oldest there by 10 years. <laughs> like, everybody there is, like, 22 to 25, and I don't feel old. I kept saying, age is a mindset, baby, you know? And he was like, why does everyone in here seem so young? And I was like, I don't know, dude. I'm just... In my head, I'm 23 years old. So I go to the bathroom, and everybody's just crazy dancing, whatever. I go to the bathroom, and this girl is behind me. This guy this guy comes up to talk to her, who is clearly, he has, uh, what he was wearing was, um, think like 
updated Jersey Shore, like what Jersey Shore would look like today. The cast of Jersey Shore, that's what it was. He had like this button down and it was already opened uh, like up to below his nipples and he had a big cross chain. Uh, and he was like, where you from? And like Staten Island guy, he was like, where you from, girl? What's your name? And she's like, mm, Becky, whatever. And uh, they start talking and he's like, oh, where are you from? Uh, you know, you from... Uh, like uh, and she's like, oh no, I'm from Massachusetts, and he's like, oh, that's very cool. And then she's like, yeah, but I live in New York now, and I honestly, she goes, I on, and I'm like, fucking intently listening, and she's like, honestly, I've lived, uh, in New York now, where I feel like I'm more connected to New York, uh, so I'm like, I've lived here for a year, so I feel like I can finally start saying I'm from here, and I was like. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. You can't just live somewhere for long enough and say that you're from also a year, a year. Like I spent more time not I it, I uh, it, it just doesn't work like that. A year, dude. Um I'm never going to live somewhere for a year and be like I'm from there. You you're born there. No amount of money can change where you're born. It's also a weird there's this weird thing that people have this obsession with being from New York, dude. New York sucks. New York is not. I'm from Long Island. And when people are like, you're from New York? And I'm like, oh, I'm from Long Island. That's where I grew up. I live here now. Um, I, I don't understand this, like, people in New, in New York are not proud of where they came from, dude. Uh, especially if you're, like, here making money. It's like, oh, cool. You, you're from this small town in Ohio, and now you're making tons of money here in New York City. Like, you should be like, I came... I'm from Ohio. Like, you, what kind of fucking self-deluded lunatic is saying that they're from a city that they've lived in for one year? It is insane. I hated it. I didn't say anything. I went to the bathroom, and uh, I, you know, thankfully never saw those people again. I lied. I did see the guy again, not with her, because um, I'm sure that he, you know, given his accent, uh, Staten Island was probably furious that she said that she was from New York. Uh, when she lived here for a year, when she's a Bostonian, probably also like from like Worcester or something when she was like, I'm from Boston. Um, but the, uh, I digress. OK, I did see that guy again later in the night and um, his shirt was completely unbuttoned. So I saw him like 45 minutes later, shirt wide open. And you know what? The guy's living his best life. Uh, so I'm OK with it. Um, and other than that, the last thing I wanted to talk about, I saw Doctor Strange 2, new Marvel movie. And Sam Ram, Sam Ram, Sam Rami, Sam Rami, Sam Ram. Now I'm. I made a joke about it, not being able to pronounce his name, and now I don't. Sam Rami, Sam Rami. Now, now I'm an idiot. Now I feel dumb, dude. Um. And now it's like in my head of like a tomato, tomato, to to. It sounds weird. However, I say it. I don't know. But if you haven't seen it, I won't give any spoilers. But uh, my initial impression was it. You know what it is? It was like this whole multiverse thing. So I think you, if you go in with low expectations, I think you'll like it. Also, if you like Sam Raimi for like the Evil Dead and Army of Darkness, it very much felt like that. I kind of went in with these lower expectations because I saw some negative reviews, but still high re uh, expectations because of, you know, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man is Tobey Maguire. You know, he did those three movies. Um these were ve this was very different than those movies more similar it was like a horror movie almost that's kind of what it felt like um and it was good but with all the hype going in of like all you know this cameo that cameo like uh, one spoiler um 
cover your ears or, you know, fast forward 15 seconds if you don't want to hear it. But I thought we were going to see some Loki. Yeah, I thought Loki was going to be in it from, um, like, after the his multiverse stuff. Like, I thought they were going to bring him in, uh, and they didn't, which was, you know, uh, kind of disappointing. But they did bring some other cool cameos in. Um, but still, it felt like... It felt like they promoted it as a Avengers level like movie, similar to how like Spider-Man No Way Home was almost like an Avengers level movie where it was just like a good Marvel movie, but almost felt like it didn't live up to the hype because it was hyped as this like bigger, bigger Marvel movie. And it was just like a good character movie, Um, you know, Scarlet Witch, Doctor Strange, and that's, you know pretty much it like the main characters but um I really enjoyed it uh, I shouldn't say that I didn't immediately after I was like I you know that was okay I didn't I didn't love it but now the more I've sat on it and thought about it I um I do like it more I'll probably see it again I think I'd like to see it again um but oh yeah that dude that was quick that was 20 minutes already dude that was hey thanks for being here uh, but I'm going to wrap it there. Uh, that's it, guys. That's it for episode 59 of the Dylan Krasinski Show. Out every Monday. Uh, see out our town hall. Make sure you subscribe to both. That would be great. They're very different pods. Um, and uh, that's out every Wednesday. If you're in New York, come see me live. Follow me on Instagram at Dylan Krasinski. Subscribe to the YouTube. I would appreciate that. Uh, again, at Dylan Krasinski. And, um, yeah, we'll see you next week, baby. Good night. Good night.